Well, that voice is not Danny Bayless. That voice is Mike Saroy. And the you. other voice you heard was not Mike Reiner, who I guess this is like a sympathy day for him. He feels so bad about Danny that he can't come in as well. It's like when an old couple, like when the wife dies yeah. and the, the husband dies like two days later. That happened to my uh, my dad's grandparents. Can I tell you how much longer I'm going to live if that happens to me? If your wife croaks? Yeah. How much longer? 50 years. Yeah. It'll be like drinking years. the fountain of youth. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, it's according to when it happens. If you guys are still together and you're 95 and she goes, mm-hmm. dude, I'm telling you. It's going to be like four days later, and you're going to miss her so much. Has anyone done actual scientific research on this? Or is it just coincidence that we want to attribute to love? It it happens enough. Broken heart syndrome, Mike. Stop being so cynical. It happens. You hear like one story Mm -hmm. out of probably 100,000, and you're like, see? That's what what real love is. I had... I put $20 on uh, Daddy Bush to be gone by now since uh, Barbara, Barbara took it. That's a local figure. I'm just yeah. saying, we're talking about people dying when their true love goes away. And how long were they married? Like Again, this is Donovan years? Lewis, not the normal host Mm-mm. during this time frame. The normal host would not be years? so shocking. No, But Black hold on people. to your ticket. <laughs> and I can promise you, too, that that the discussion has been had. I've, if it, it's happened at my house, I've blocked it out. But where <laughs> the wife has said at some point, do you love me enough to die right after me? <laughs> That's no. I guarantee you that She's conversation. You that? No, she wants you to do like a Romeo Juliet thing. No, and- but I'm telling you that conversation has gone on between couples that are initiated by the wife, couples that are 30 years old. When they hear that the the old romantic story, what was the movie the uh, the Notebook? That's how that ended, dude. What Shut up! I was gonna watch it tonight. <laughs> hey, Dill. Golly, Donnie and I had notebook night planned. <laughs> Things to do tonight. And this guy, notebook night. Wash the car. <laughs> watch the notebook. Golly, what I a quickly jerk. googled the science of this, and the very first sentence is: Former NFL quarterback Doug Flutie's father, Dick, died of a heart attack. Less than one hour later, his mother Joan also died. Of That's a heart because attack. she got the news. That doesn't count. His name was Dick Flutie. Boy, that's a funny name. <laughs> that's Donovan Lewis, not the normal. Once host. again, um, brother skin. Donnie loves Black Panther. Dick Flutie. Okay, that one might be true because it is the shock of it gets your heart racing. Sure, yeah, and that puts you into something. When I right. was when we went to uh, South Africa, and I was kind of pretending on the rocks that I fell over as a joke to Twig, and she said, "If you would have fallen off, I would have dropped dead right here." And that probably would have something to do with some kind of shock if I just went over. I can't even remember where we were. What's the big yeah, because, seventh, eighth wonder of the world in South Africa? Uh, yeah. But oh, if, if you were in the hospital for like eight weeks or something like that, and right. then, you know, it's kind of the writing was on the wall. Dude, she is setting up dates right. as soon as I go. Oh, yeah. She's calling she's all She's in the, the room like going, baby, yeah. are you there? Meanwhile, she's swiping left. What are you, you know? typing? <laughs> baby. She's texting. Baby. Texting old boyfriends, I, I, right? Just sleeping. Sleep. Like within thirty seconds, her status was updated. <laughs> single, right in the mouth. Right over. It went, she clicked it. She clicked single, just waiting. but then it went boop. boop yeah. She went damn, and then she, <laughs> then she went back. Right before you flatline, she changed it to it's complicated, and then <laughs> single. All right, but I promise you that conversation has been had. Do you love me enough? to die right after me.
So how long do you think, seriously, if you went the way of the dead man, mm-hmm. how long do you think Julie would go on her first date? I think, and then how long would you go on your first date if she? All right, if she's no longer with respectfully. Us? It would be if I died a year. That the I think that's the general rule of thumb. You wait a year. To for date, me, for to, me, yeah, okay. yeah. For me, it'd be a week. It would not be a week. Like summer bash is a week, right? <laughs> They're all already lined up. You're just yeah. dragging something oh, out of yeah. Summer Bash. I'm just drunk and up there on stage. She would have understood. It's Summer Bash. Yeah. I mean, we're in Little Elm. <laughs> right. She loved Little Elm. So you think the year is the standard? Yeah. Yeah. What, what if you What if you don't date? You, like, get hookers? I mean, you have needs. Yeah. I don't know. No, you can't do that either. And would you, if that happened... I'm hoping by that time anyway, my needs are Like you're aren't, done? Yeah. It's over? Like, I mean, I'm basically done now. So, <laughs> what, like so, 20 years? Okay, yeah. so would you have Mud? that person come to your house? Or would you just like, out of respect, go get like a hotel room or something? Oh, if... No, the house... But you're still going to have the pictures up, right? You're not, yeah, like, the next day you're just taking pictures no. down. But I had little arrows pointed anything. that said dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this light's flashing. Right. It's not here. Same bed. It's way dead. hotter. Dead. No way. No way, right? If you're doing that, you're, you're doing that, you're going to the guest room. Or or I somehow, before. On the couch. Kitchen. I somehow. Because <laughs> we've never done it in the kitchen. <laughs> I somehow, like, shock the hooker and, like, hovering. Band name. Yeah. Shock. Welcome to the stage. Shock the hooker. <laughs> Where <laughs> over the bed, I've got like this life-size oil painting of her with her arms folded, looking down at the bed. With the, with the, with the discerning eye. With the rolling yeah. pin in one hand. Right. <laughs> that and was her final wish. With rollers in the hair and a <laughs> <Yeah>. robe. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to sit here and say I've thought about it. Because, hey, no. who wants the wife to not be with us when we're here? Right. Just a long, happy, prosperous marriage. And Who's going to mow the stuff. yard? <laughs> right. There was an official study, 373,000 couples. How's that Kool-Aid going to get made? 18% increase in all-cause mortality for men when the wives died first, 16% for women. So there is science that says See, and that, I think quicker. that's an older generation, too, because I think back in the day when you would get married, that— Typically, the marriage would be, uh, you would be 21, 20 sometimes, and then you would live with these people for 75 years, and literally from the time that you should have been an adult discovering things on your own and learning how to take care of yourself, you had someone as your caretaker, and then once they die, when you're 95, you don't know how to live. I think it's different now, where guys clearly know what they're doing and how to function and take care of themselves and all that but i really do same thing with women i mean think about how many people how many grandmothers you guys may still have grandmas that are alive don't know how to fill their car up with gas my grandmother never got behind the wheel of a car yes really yeah my uh, twix grandmother didn't either i think the only the only neither of your grandmothers ever drove a car nope i think the only thing my grandmother did and this may be on both sides the only place that they drove was to get their hair done in town, and they lived in tiny towns, you know, um, in Oklahoma. 
or one in McKinney and one in Oklahoma, and they would drive five minutes to get their hair done, maybe go visit their friends to play bridge. But I can promise you she did not drive outside the city limits, either one of them. You just didn't do that. There, Women now that are 75, we're talking about one generation, a, a generation and a half ahead or two, that they, they haven't not, they've grown up in Dallas their whole lives and have not been on the highway. The ticket. This is how he says he first started to play football. So you got to remember now, we've been born in 66, and you know we're coming up six or six years old. I'm in the seven, early 70s. We kind of just gotten into desegregating schools, and I got sent off to a school. They bust us a little ways away. And, and when I went in school, my kindergartner, oh, my God. And the teacher was in school. I'll never forget this. And she would ask all the kids in school, you know, and I was one of the few... African Americans in the class, you would ask kids who all know their colors, and everybody raised their hand. I didn't know I had my hand down right here, you know, and who knew how to spell their name, and all the kids raised their hand. And, and I thought at the time, I said, man, I must be the dumbest kid in the world. Like, I don't know any of this stuff. You know, I really thought I was the dumbest kid in the world. What really was later on, I found out, was those kids were a little more affluent, and they had gone to preschools and all of that. And in about the third grade, I remember, I remember in Mirror Lakes, they got me a tutor. And, and this guy said to me, he said, uh, he said, hey, if you finish your math fast, we'll go outside and, and throw some footballs around. And, and that's how it started. That's all you it's needed a, to hear, too. Started. Right? And he started throwing. And I was catching. He was like, oh, my God, man, you could be special. And, and just, wow. just hearing that made me say, this, this is what I want to do. Fascinating. And now, I mean, I'm assuming that he would have actually found another route to play football other than, you know, post-tutoring football. But I love hearing stories like that, how guys get started. Yeah, me too. And they could afford, I don't know, if was the tutor paid for? 15, 17 kids? No, he, you'll hear in other cuts, to, to he, him talking about how dirt poor they were. How did they have, why did they keep they having children? Hey. Sometimes you got to get it in. No. <laughs> so uh, he gets drafted by the Cowboys. And uh, before his dad died, his dad said, hey, you have to take care of your mom. He said, you know I will. So he gets drafted. He's first rounder. So now he has money. He gives his mom a credit card. Check out this story. And what comes with a first round draft selection is money, which yeah. means taking care of your mom and making good on that promise that you had made to your dad to take care of her. Yes. And I said, baby, you go pick out any house you want. You know, I'm going to get you a house. And she went and picked out her house, and we bought, I bought her a house, and I sent her a credit card. She never really had a credit card or anything. I sent her a credit card. I said, hey, baby, get this. And I'll, oh, Joe, she called me. The first day she went shopping, she called. She said, oh, baby, I don't want to get nobody in trouble. God has blessed us. I don't know. She said, I went to that grocery store. They gave me all this food for free. I said, well, what do you mean, baby? I said, wait a minute. What happened? She said, I just tried. I put all my food on that counter. They put it all in that bag. And then that man said, let me see that. He, he saw that little card you gave me. And then he gave it right back to me. And he said, I just let me walk out with all that food. I said, oh, mom, don't worry. We paid for it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Like she, <laughs> like she, she stole it. She didn't know that the credit card oh, paid God, for it. Bless I her said, heart. baby, we, we, so I, trust me, I'll see that in 28 days. Right, don't yeah. worry about it. I'll see it in 28 days. Wow. <laughs> I love, I love yeah. that you call your mom baby. 
Yeah, that's my baby. That, that she's my baby. Oh. She is my baby now. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I know no that. Idea. <laughs> we take stuff like that for granted, but you wonder how many people around here don't have any idea what that even means. Right. Fascinating. A credit card? Yes. It may be more than we think, but yeah, I think we do take it for granted. Oh, credit card? No, but someone who didn't have one at all. And now all of a sudden you just hand her a card and say, hey, just pay it with this. They grab it, swipe it. Here you go. Yeah. Bye. They looked at that card you gave me, handed it right back. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know if I paid for this or not. All right, let's get to uh, the meat. And that was the White House. Oh, boy. Around here. Uh, Joe Buck asked him about it. Here you go. I mean, back in Dallas, you had the White House, which is, you know, kind of like basically a brothel if nothing yeah. else yeah and, and well, basically that's what it was and that's oh. what we did you know and, and and we did have an extra house and you know and, and after just thinking i didn't want to go to hotels and and all the problems that caused so we we thought or i thought that maybe i should get some guys together and we just buy an extra house you know and we we did we had an extra house it was right around the corner i mean you go in the backyard and you can see the practice field so you know, we practice right there which means so, you could be on the practice field and see the white house right right all right. the time right so it worked both ways right, right? Yeah. so so what so, happened right, right. when jerry found out about this oh my god oh my god <laughs> i'll tell you how jerry found out the story was breaking about this white house and i remember leon let called me a couple weeks, a couple weeks before, I said, "Hey, man, I think we've been infiltrated. You need to shut down the White House." And I said to Leon, I said, "This is not a movie. This right. is not a movie. So we're not shutting down the White House. This is not the movie, man. Get out of here with that." And then a couple weeks later, live on the news. And so Jerry, I was in meetings, and Jerry called me. He called me out of the meetings in his office. He said that the story's breaking about this extra house you guys have right around the corner here. He said, "Michael, you know." All I need is the truth out of you, and I'm, I'm going to fight with you. But you got to tell me the truth. And I thought long and hard. I was like, wow, man, they done found out about the White House. <laughs> and and, I, and I, I said to him, I said, boss, I was trying to do the wrong thing the right way. <laughs> that, was, that is that's genius. That, was, that is that genius. Was, that was actually my answer to him, man. He was like, he just kind of shook his head like, <laughs> like, you know, like, like, what do I say if you answer it like that? You well, know? What could he say? Yeah, but he could have said, what were you thinking about? Right. You know, because all of us was hanging out there and the girls were there, too. So, Oh, really? <laughs> no, the girls were there, too. I thought you guys were playing ping pong. Okay, the White House is so, I mean, it's, it's something that you think about happening today. It would have lasted about a week, maybe. Before yeah. it was found out, before right. girls were taking pictures because of it now and with, tweeting and yes, with Instagram, social media and they, it would have been one week. And it would have been shut down, but they had that thing for a while. Yeah, I wonder what the uh, what the term was there. And I, I want to know who all was involved. Like, oh. how many dudes besides Michael and Leon right. Boy, I think had a it stake was in it? A lot. And he was married, right? Still is. Same Yeah, same yeah, woman. yeah. Yeah. And it was all of it's just so known 
everything that he was doing. But he does mention in here that, hey, we were the toast of the town. You win three out of four Super Bowls. We are the toast of the town. Everything is handed to you on the silver platter. And by everything, I mean everything. And it's just so easy for us to sit back and say, oh, no, nah, man, we wouldn't be involved in that. I'm married, man. It's amazing. You're that age with that much money. 25, 26. And it's being thrown at you. Yeah. So now his idea, instead of, man, I don't want to deal with hotels, I'll be seen there. Let's just buy a house together and we can do whatever we want to inside. I'd also like for someone to dig up what that house, what they bought it for. In Valley Ranch, back right. in the mid-90s or whatever, early 90s, what they actually paid. Like, was it 150000 I wonder if they just rented it. I don't know. I think they bought it, dude. Because I'm, I know, I don't know how long. Someone back it lives was. in that house right now. It was now, for too. sale. I don't know if it was bought or not, but I remember the White House was for sale. There's an article that says infamous Cowboys White House still stands. Now this was 2011, and it sold for two hundred ninety-four thousand dollars. Okay, so yeah, I bet you it was about a buck and a quarter back then, buck fifty maybe, something like that. The ticket. This team sucks. So close. You're good. No, I rolled my ankle on the landing. That's okay. We got a lot of time left. It is 3.39 here on Sports Radio 96.7, 13.10, the ticket. This am the hard line. This am the day after. This are officially Ranger season. Mm-hmm say it with such disdain. No, I don't. I it sound like I, you were upset I, by I it. actually have a lot to say <laughs> about Lots the Rangers season. Ahead. In fact, I attended a Major League Baseball game To on prepare Saturday. yourself, to yes. get ready mentally, because you kind of knew, right? I, kinda, I could kind of sense <laughs> it after you and I left the arena Friday night. <sighs> Man. All right, we got a lot on, on the Mavs and your bit that didn't work. No, he wore a suit to a funeral. He let us down. It was just the wrong funeral. <laughs> right. I could sense we needed to pull out all the stops. Sometimes nothing works, right? It doesn't matter how much you, the bitch you do and your heart and stats. How, and How bravely you face the electric chair. Sometimes yeah, the electric chair still wins. It's going to win. <laughs> Kick your ass. I had a feeling, too, man, it's that when... That game in the fourth quarter when Kawhi couldn't miss, I was just like, I had my hands in the air. I'm like, all right. Now you you feel like you saw a game that you'll remember. Oh, yeah. You felt like you saw a memorable performance. No doubt. All right, so the day before, so that would have been Thursday. Mm -hmm. The day before game six, uh, I awoke. On that morning, and I, uh, which is a good thing, you always want to, you want to wake up, right? Absolutely, That's a good sign. That's a goal for every day, right? And I walked outside, and directly in front of my house, not on my side of the street, but literally right in front of my house on the other side of the street. And there's no house on the other side of the street. Mm-hmm. It's a crick and trees and stuff. <laughs> my so, mom still calls it that. A crick. Yeah. So there lies a big giant armadillo, and Dad, ar- armadillo. Didn't is, we just deal with a giant snake like the week before? We did. 
We did. You know, when the rain comes, the yeah. critters start kind of getting loose. That's right. So the armadillo had been struck in the middle of the night by car, and uh, there he was. So as he sits there, and again, it's in front of my house, is it my responsibility to take care and dispose of armadillo? Um, nope. No, I don't think so. I feel like that is uh, that of the city services. Okay. That's animal control, bruh. Yeah. And I think maybe recycling and or trash man would notify the proper parties. Or not, or you can call 311, right? Well, that phone or call. 411 or whatever. That phone call was made. By you? Yeah. Okay. And by Sunday... Armadillo still there. Now, in the three days since I first encountered Armadillo... You're sure it's not a copycat? It had been run over again, had split it... <laughs> what are you laughing at? That. had, And you know what? Wait, I know it was a kid. I know it was like some kid... Aim for the Dillo, bruh. Yeah. <laughs> And I think maybe they pulled the uh, let's back up over it, too, uh-huh. and they split it open. They'd been watching Narcos Mexico. <laughs> and by yesterday morning, it smelled so... I couldn't open the door like it smelled so bad. And the humidity was there, and it was festering, and it was rotting, and there were birds and ants and maggots and everything else surrounding this thing mm-hmm. and it was turning into something that literally if you were within 15 20 feet of it which if you open the front door we basically are you're going to vomit and so turning into a biohazard i was given the instruction that wouldn't help the smell by the way i was given you the instruction yeah i know get rid of that thing oh really yeah from uh, multiple people in my house. Dad, do something. So, I put three masks on. Thank you, pandemic. Right? I'll keep you safe. Yeah. Just for the smell. Right. Then I tied a shirt around my face. <laughs> I walked out with giant shovel. Now, I've never picked up an armadillo before. <laughs> Dude, they're heavy. They are. Those are big animals. They have a big, well, it's not an exoskeleton, but they've got some pretty heavy-duty armor. Yeah, and this thing was a large one. And as I am scooping it up, it kind of falls off the shovel and kind of breaks. And, I mean, dude, it is straight out of a horror movie. It's so freaking disgusting. Yeah. And then you're trying to rescoop and get the other half and What's your guts plan? and what are you going to bring it in the house and run it down the garbage <laughs> disposal? <laughs> Is your wife holding a trash bag open for you? No, so she ain't doing nothing. I am taking this to run across in the field that's across from our house and launch it and launch it <laughs> lacrosse style. Yeah, exactly. Oh you yeah, exactly I've, right. I've definitely done this. Yeah. And so, Please tell me you missed and it fell on your head. <laughs> I'm wearing a, a Dillo hat. <laughs> I did this with a dead rabbit corpse in my pool. Oh. As you get the net and then launch. <laughs> right. See how many backyards. <laughs> Let the neighbor deal with it. Yep. 
so I get this thing fully like, uh, and I, I'm running with it. Like, I'm like, <laughs> you know, and, and yes, I get the launch. I set it back over my shoulder and it's like yeah. a, a fly fishing thing. You just right. whip it over. Full Dude, catapult. The, I, I had, I made the mistake of taking a breath with my nose. <laughs> And I'm I'm not kidding you. I've never smelt anything so bad in all my days. Try working in a funeral home for a summer. Oh, I launch, uh-huh. okay? And as launch takes place, armadillo goo flies in my Oh, no! Face. Yes. Uh, I was close. Dude. You didn't have your Reggie Jackson's safety goggles on, did you? Your clear Oakley's. How about it? from 1998? You would have heard, you know, the Junior Miller thing that we're playing the ah, promo. Ah, ah, ah. It was me going. Ah! Like I was so. It's so gross. It's so gross. It's four day old armadillo goo. Uh huh. That the birds of prey didn't even want. No, yeah. no, it yeah. was or the so maggots. Yeah, gross. So what you do? Uh, well, it's kind of. Take your finger and wipe it off. <laughs> yeah, rub it on your jean pants. Sling it out there. And and so then I go in the backyard to clean the shovel first. All right? Because the shovel is so gross. So I spray down the shovel and just get the goo off of it. And then I bring the shovel back into the garage. And then I come back out to the yard. And the dogs are over there Going sniffing cr- oh, loving it. where the shovel was. And Danny, what do they do? What do animals do? Roll around in it. They're rolling around in it. In armadillo carcass goo. Yes. Why would you roll in it? That's They're they dogs. Do, man. I they thought they were going to just rank. do the taste test. No, they find something rank, and then they just want it all over their bodies. It's the most amazing, disgusting thing ever. And it just... It, it makes you not want a dog anymore when you see them behaving like that. <laughs> I know. It may, like, like, what are you it's doing? Like, I don't even know you You're anymore. You're like sweet animals. You're, just, you're rolling around in carcass filth. Yeah, as much as we try to humanize our pets, when yeah. you get them in a situation like that, you realize that they're not as close to us as you think and they are. There's millions of years of DNA yeah. that's just they can't get rid of it. I don't think they want it either. Matter of fact, I saw the birds, like the crows going over there to pick on that armadillo, yeah. and they were approaching with caution. <laughs> and I think they're honestly thinking, I know this is disgusting, yeah, but i got to have some of that dillo. <laughs> Like, I'm hungies. Yeah, like, I know this is wrong. I know this is not what I normally would go after, and I'm kind of embarrassed, and I hope the neighbors aren't watching me right now, but i got to get in that thing. <laughs> okay, so you don't think they a- approach with caution merely uh, because they fear ambush? No. I That's think, interesting. I think, they're, I think they're embarrassed, yeah. but they got their DNA tells them they got to have it. Well, I'm going to send a message out to all those birds that were... Convincing themselves that Dillo was the best idea for a meal that night. Yeah. Look, you don't have to do that. Just come up here. There's still some cheese its left. <laughs> Jeremy hadn't eaten them all. There you go. Yeah. All right. Well, there's armadillo fun. That's awesome. I took. What, is uh, this, what does any of this crap have to do with what happened over the weekend? Well, we wanted to lighten the no, mood. It happened over the weekend. Yeah, it did. It happened over the weekend. We wanted to lighten the mood before we got into uh, the real ball buster, and that is... Uh, Hey, what's going on next door? Uh, right, yesterday I told the story of an armadillo. <clears throat> Carcass removal. There was an armadillo that was kilt right in front of my house, and it became my responsibility to dispose of this thing in uh, uh, 
No, you took it to a taxidermist. No, I didn't get it stuffed. <laughs> we don't have a stuffed Dilla. Uh, but a little OU uniform <laughs> on his mantle. We gave him like the boss cut. <laughs> so a little Heisman pose. <laughs> so anyway, uh, we called animal control. They didn't show up. The uh, armadillo carcass was run over multiple times in betwixt the phone call. I and feel bad for animal control because they probably did show up, and then they thought that armadillo got raised from the dead. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure they often think that, Danny, as they're doing their job. Yeah. So it became disgusting. It started smelling really bad. And uh, my my wife and the kids were like, you got to do something about it. We couldn't even open our front door. It smelled so bad. And since it was directly in front of my house and I don't have a house in front of us, it was mine. I guess you just own it then, right? You just luck of the draw or bad luck of the draw. You got to take care of it. And so I put on that time that my car was parked in front of your house. They didn't call me. No, they called me. They called you. Yeah. You know that story? Dumbass. What did I do? Had a beater, some uh, old beater of it was a car. A 72 Dodge Dart, baby blue in very nice condition. <laughs> and he parked it not in front of my house, but at the edge of my house. So it wasn't really, we didn't know, like if you just, if you lived in the neighborhood, you weren't sure whose car it was. And trust or me, whose friend it was? Any, any, anything, any car in that neighborhood that isn't like is is more than two years old? Yes, is cause for suspicion. That doesn't have the residue of a sticker just taken off the window, right? Because you just drove it off the lot. Hey, Dad, where's his sticker? <laughs> <laughs> this doesn't smell like a new car. So. I don't remember the circumstances, but I do know that he showed up one night at my house for some function and and then, I don't know, took a cab home or somebody took him home. Yeah, I had to get a ride home. And then... Something, something went down at his crib. He left the car at my house for like six days. <laughs> so I've got neighbors calling me like, right. hey, uh, whose car is that? I'm like, oh, it's just a... He's a friend. I'll get him to move it. Is it bothering you? Yeah, but I think there was also something wrong with it. No, there wasn't. Are you sure? Why did you leave it there for so long? Because I had another car. (laughs) I didn't need it. Very extensive car collection. (laughs) I don't think I had a deal at the time or something. So anyway, um, I had to remove the armadillo, and it was the most disgusting thing ever because it was in pieces. There were birds eating it, ants, maggots, everything was. It was uh, the smell was inconceivable you could not sex panther had to smell better than that from odeon it was terrible so i disposed of it properly in the process of th- of, of getting the shovel and throwing it uh, uh, a dash of armadillo goo landed on me yes mm-hmm. and it freaked me out and i was running around like a like craig miller getting attacked by the spider screaming and uh, so then I got multiple notes saying, bro, that's not good. No, it's not. Because armadillos carry leprosy. And I noticed today you are starting to morph into Mavs Man. The only leper we know is Mavs Man. So I looked this up. Armadillos. You have to go to a colony? 
I might. You know, he might need to be healed. You, you might have to. Bob you, might know a guy. I think you have to <laughs> declare your presence by shouting "unclean" as you walk right. anywhere. And you sat next to me in a cart today, and I didn't hear that once. Oh, I know. Yeah, but, I yeah, was licking on him. He's vaccinated, so everything's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so I go to uh, internet, and it tells you on multiple sites armadillos are the only other animals besides humans to host the leprosy bacillus. That sounds yeah. serious. Yes. Um, they cured COVID in a year, but they still haven't figured out a vaccine for leprosy. Right. Were you guys, by the way, when you were kids, not obsessed with lepers and leprosy? In the leper colony? Of course. Why? Because of the Bible, dude. Yeah. But it was more than that. Like, we would have, I remember conversations in fourth grade about leper colonies and your arm falling off and oh bro you got leprosy and well, it y- became not as fun anymore as you got older. But I think to Danny's point, the only place that it's ever brought up, though, is from the Bible, because I don't think leper colonies have really had a good run in the last several hundred years, to my knowledge. Now, there may be no idea. There may be corners of the earth that uh, that I'm not keeping real close tabs on that have a leprosy issue. But I I think it's a rather old time and maybe even Bible time ailment. Mm-hmm. Well, we found out in about 2011 that people, I want you to guess, I'm going to give you some regions, okay? I'm going to give you the Southwest, I'm going to give you the West, the Northwest, the Midwest, the Southeast. Of the U.S.? Yeah, eh? Southeast and Northeast. Okay. What area of the United States? South. Ding, 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 you're right. SEC. The SEC was eating armadillo and they found cases of leprosy because of this. It's good eating, man. You can't tell me what to eat. <laughs> Trap. Pre-gaming. I'll eat whatever I want. Yeah, pre-game armadillo Damn on the right. Grove at Ole Miss. That's right. How we do it down here, boy. So they found that people were eating this and they were getting leprosy. They say that, that for whatever reason, <laughs> armadillos can carry this because yeah. the, the pathogen known as leprosy is very weak. They say it's so fragile that it dies quickly outside of the body. It's notoriously difficult to grow in lab conditions. But with a body temperature of just 90 degrees, the armadillo presents what they say is a Goldilocks condition for the disease. (laughs) Not too hot, not too cold. Bacterial transmission to people can occur when we handle or eat the animal. Or drip it on our face. Yeah. (laughs) When it's all on a shovel. Where did the leprosy sauce land when it hit you? It hit my neck. So on your skin? Yeah. You're screwed. I'm going to get leprosy, yeah, dude. About 100 people are diagnosed with leprosy in the U.S. every year. I'm going to go ahead and apply for your position. <laughs> <laughs> Just get out of me. Well, he was first. Ready to talk NFL with me, Bob? <laughs> yeah, sure. Wouldn't it be funny, up. though, if you did get the job because you pulled like a Kobe move and got way ahead of the game, uh-huh. just predicted that I was going to die? But Danny did it. I mean, he was a go-getter. That young Bayless. <laughs> or maybe I planted the uh, the armadillo. <laughs> he right. Hey, what a great way. God, there's a lot of moving parts. There really are. Just plant an armadillo in front of someone's house. Yeah. Run over it a couple of times. <laughs> hope that it has leprosy. <laughs> right. And hope that leprosy sauce gets on you. Right, right. And hope that you die. Right. It's a long shot. It but, is. You know. You're playing the long game that's here. That's right. Right. Yeah, that's the thing. It's gone now from armadillo goo to leprosy sauce. Did you take a shower? 
yes, I've showered multiple times. But now I'm hoping, since we were in close quarters today, that for sure... Bob's going to get it, Bob too. gets leprosy. I'm a little concerned now. It's the <laughs> Mino and Dingu Show. Featuring Ty Walker. And Julie. In 2018, there were 15 countries reporting a 1,000 or more cases of leprosy. Yeah. 15 countries. Right. Got picks? Does anybody want to go for it? I mean... India? Yes. That's number one? It, yes, by a good margin. Their sanitation in certain parts of that country is suspect at best. I would agree with you. Any others? Um, Namibia. Uh, Namibia? Uh, I was going to give you that, but it's actually uh, Myanmar. Myanmar. Okay. Myanmar? Myanmar, yeah. Myanmar. M-Y-A-N. Uh, let's go Bangladesh. Uh-huh. Brazil, which is top three. Oh, wow. They use it as a soccer ball. Uh-huh. Congo, Ethiopia, India, Indonesia, Madagascar, Ooh. Mozambique, Myanmar, Nepal, Nigeria, Philippines, Somalia, Sri Lanka, and Tanzania. The top three on the medal stand, India one, Brazil two, Indonesia three. So Alabama was right outside of the top right. ten. <laughs> the SEC does not rank highly enough on this poll. And the yes. And Alabama. Alabama. Mississippi. Florida. Wow. Louisiana. How about that? Uh, also, red squirrels and monkeys are also in the leprosy animal uh, game, but armadillos are, in fact, the leader. Well, leader. the now, worldwide leader in leprosy. It, actually, you know. in the, uh, the leopard uh, softball team has little armadillo jerseys. The leper softball team. See? It's all fun and games, Bob, until your arm falls off. Wait a minute. <laughs> if you do get not very if good. you get leprosy in a first world country. Yeah. Is, is there it, a cure? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, or, there's one cure, and it's a man that lived two thousand years ago that touches you and it goes away. <laughs> so unless you're friends with him I have to lower you through a roof. Yeah, actually. you're screwed. <laughs> so that's it. You yes. have to be touched by God? Well, well Jesus. Son. Yeah. A little New Testament healing there for you, Corby. I'm going to your church. Just on find Sunday. the son of a carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> That'll work. Uh, sir, you've got this. Actually, I'm really just a carpenter. I'm sorry. All right, let's. Uh, I can make you a desk. <laughs> I really like armadillo leprosy talk. I'm not going to lie. I wasn't I get a lot of fun talking yeah. about it. Until I lose my arm. All right, uh, let's do a little in. Portland looked like a couple times they, were, they might make a game out of it, and the Mavericks just. Swatted everything out to half court. You like that Sebastian Telfair? Didn't he have an annoying game? A little bit. <laughs> Such disdain. Sebastian A little Telfair. bit. Oh, man. It's 340 here on Sports Radio 96713. Tim, the ticket. Seems like a lifetime ago, doesn't it, Corby? Line. It was a lifetime ago. For some. This is June the 9th. It is Wednesday. <laughs> it is hump day. You have made the halfway point. You are well past the halfway point of the week. You only have a couple more hours of work today until you get two days, I guess, until the week. This is a great day. Wednesday is an awesome day. It's time to hump. No, it means you get over the hump. 
you're, you're slowly going downhill now. I'm just the now weekend. learning this. Yeah, it's not about humping, idiot. Mm. It was worth oh, a man. try, though. Yeah, right. Well, tell that to my dog. <laughs> <laughs> we have a large show for you today. We got Snake Pit at five fifteen. We um, we got a six hundred dollar bid already. Yeah, for Snake Pit. No. Oh. oh. To play with uh, Donovan. Thought I was going to get paid extra for Snake Pit today. <laughs> no. All right. We'll keep those bids coming. Email you. Yeah. Uh, Sturm thirteen ten at me dot com. At me. At me. At That's me. Cocky. At me. At me. The only other cockier email address. Well, Gordon used to have. He may still. Gordon at GordonKeith.com. That's typical. If you have your own website. Yeah. Troy's is that way. Yeah. Troy at. I don't do this. Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> it's an email address. It's not like well, an sure address. He's, sure he's died here from everybody. Yeah, it's true. Uh. Anyway. Uh. Yeah. Go to Sturm at me dot. Sturm thirteen ten at me dot com. I get it confused. Okay, so I've had so much fun the last two days with armadillo talk here at this point that I can't really let it go because there are layers upon layers because we discovered yesterday after I got, I disposed of the armadillo. By the way. Are you getting sores? I'm not yet. I'm not. My neighbor today, when I was walking my dogs, he goes, man, did you see that armadillo in front of your house the other day? I'm like, yeah, bruh. I got rid of it. He goes, it's the biggest armadillo I've ever seen. I was like, yes, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Just yelled at him like that? Yeah, I did. Uh, anyway, we were alerted to, and then I got uh, armadillo goo on me, and then people were like, look, uh, they, they carry leprosy. And you're so, going to die. And I, I could die. So then this guy sent me a note, and he goes, dude, if you do get leprosy, you could go here. I never knew this because we often talk about, or I guess as kids, we talked about the leper colony. Right. Up, that in, it, up in the colony. That it stemmed. I don't think that there's an actual leper colony in the colony. Well, if there is, though, and they'd like to sponsor a remote, we're open for business. But there is a small, unincorporated community on one of the Hawaiian islands called Kalua Papa. And it looks spectacular. It's on Molokai, isn't it? It is on Molokai. Yes. From Children of the Corn? Not Malachi, the redheaded guy from <laughs> Children of the Corn. Wow. Amazing. It really is. So back uh, in the 1870s, for whatever reason, the Hawaiian government decided that they would form or create a leper colony on the island. And so they did. Dare to dream. The isolation, There were tw- at its peak, there were 1,200 men, women, and children with leprosy that were exiled to the Kal- Kalua Papa Peninsula. It was enacted by King Kamehameha V and remained... Wasn't in he a- in the Tongan Minute? I think so. <laughs> I think he was. Mm-hmm. Ma'a Tanuvasa. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought he, he did something for King Kamehameha or something. Maybe like that. they fought or something hey. like that. So, yeah, King Kamehameha V uh, is the one that enacted it uh, 140, 50 years ago. This remained in effect until 1969. If you got leprosy or acquired it wherever... You got a free ticket to Hawaii? You go to Hawaii and you live on whatever it is, Kalua Papa. Um, Yeah, and they say 
Today, there are still 14 people left from that 1969 leper, leper colony. There are 14 people left. Now, I guess it doesn't really exist in its past form anymore, but there are still lepers there. It doesn't it doesn't sound quite like I imagine leprosy then. Is that leprosy was a flesh-eating bacteria that meant, kill you. meant you were done for, but yeah. if they closed up the camp 52 years ago and we still have 14 people kind of hanging out there, it must be a very slow flesh-eating bacteria. Well, they're using the past tense. There may be like a shot now. Just give me my shot shot. There may be some sort of leprosy vaccine or something because they say that these 14 people had leprosy and they continue to live there. The colony is now included within Kalua Papa National Historic Park. So if you go there, you can see where the original leper colony was. And uh, I, I'm telling you, man, it's this is what it looks like. This is your view. Wow. I mean, like, it's almost worth having leprosy. <laughs> You're going to find out in the next day or so. Sounds like you've sort of talked yourself into... Like it's handicapped parking at a at a Cowboys game or something. It's not so bad, right? <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not. I'm gonna say no. Uh, I got a uh, a DM on this matter. A leper DM? Yes. Now it's from the Mexican Moses. You can trust him then. And he indicates that there was a show called Royal Pains on the USA Network. That was like a scripted show, though, right? Yeah. Okay, well then maybe this is uh, something that's not nearly as important if it was like a documentary, but he said uh, there was an episode where a couple had a strange rash that was very similar to syphilis, and by the end of the episode, the the doctor on the show determined it was because the wife was making belts out of armadillo, and that caused him to get leprosy, which is treatable. Okay. They had actual doctors consulting on the show, so it wasn't just a TV thing as far as I know, but a little fun fact for you. So you can treat it. So she would get... In modern times, you can. She would get... Because are there like armadillo boots and stuff like that? I mean, you're Western and stuff. There's no sales tax on boots in New Jersey. Armadillo boots. I would think yes. Okay, belts, boots, all that crap, you know? Maybe they clean all the leopard juice off of it. Before they before they make them into right. boots. Don't you think armadillos, though, in general? Because when we were buying our current house, um, while we were looking at the house, the kids went to play in the backyard, and they saw an armadillo, and it was one of those scenes where when you happen upon an armadillo in the wild... Now, first of all, I've, I've been told that if you see one, something's gone horribly wrong. or Because they're nocturnal. Like, yes. Uh, if yeah. they're out during the day, they're probably already <laughs> dealing with they're something. Sick. But uh, typically leprosy. rabid. But without this uh, background, if you're just out there as a couple fourth graders and you see an armadillo, they actually look like something you Dude, might want to mess around with. They look prehistoric. Yeah. Like, this is kind of neat. And like they have sex. Sexes. I'm sorry. What was your question? I just can't imagine after picking that giant thing up. I feel like I just asked 
what is Thailand or whatever Dan asked last week. I mean, uh, how do they uh, procreate? Do they? They just they have don't sex? look like sexual beings. <laughs> how about a- <laughs> uh fair? We'll just skate over that, maybe. However, <laughs> move past it. Evidently, they are Corby. Yeah, a lot of them are around. Like just about every living thing in some way yeah. does procreate. It'll look like Pam Anderson in her prime, though. Where's the Pam Anderson of armadillos? Well, much like in Bugs Bunny, <laughs> he put a with, shirt on with him. lipstick and a sundress. <laughs> suddenly, well, hello, you're in love. Who are you? <laughs> suddenly, you're in love. <laughs> All right, I think. I think this concludes. I don't know armadillo leprosy talk. I think we'll see. Who can say? Let's wait until the blisters show up. Is that the first sign? I don't know. I'm going to find out. You know, yeah, I was thinking about this. Uh, We should real fast. Go ahead. As the uh, the goo, as you called it, right? Yeah, armadillo goo. It hit my neck. It hit your neck. Oh man! I launched. Gone in his mouth. Or his eye or something. Like, what an are you open, talking about? Open, yeah. well, I mean, not all of them have leprosy. That's the thing. You yeah, have to find the one. Are <laughs> you sure of it? Yeah, they do. <laughs> I mean, odds are. I mean, look at them. All of them have leprosy. They look like they have leprosy. You're going to turn into an armadillo. Again, this is not District 9, where I'm going to turn into... Starting cat food over there. Right. <laughs> Instead of Jimmy John's, it's Nine Lives. Right. What is he doing? Gross. He really loves that cat food. so good, man. Fancy feast again, eh, Corby? <laughs> All right. All right, let's dive into last night, because our friends, the Clippers, Kawhi and company... They had themselves a battle. Yeah. And I'm having real problems dealing with my rooting interests right now. 